Kenichi, 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 Kenichi wa Minisan. Welcome to Famicast 28, your Famicast for September 2013. I'm your host, Danny Bivens, and today we have a whole episode primarily focusing on the Tokyo Game Show 2013, which just happened here recently in Japan. Um, The episode this month is a little bit different than previous months with TGS. Uh, We have the first segment, it's going to be actually James Charlton and myself, just kind of going over the events basically everything that I had played on the first day of TGS. And after that, Ty and I do a very short segment from the show floor talking about some of the stuff that he's played and what he had been looking forward to. And then after that, we're going to go ahead and actually have a bit of stuff with news. And Don's going to actually talk about some other things as well. And then we're going to talk about something about the future of the Famicast. So be sure to stay tuned to the, fi- to the final part of the episode so that you know what's going on and enjoy the episode. segment of this episode. Uh, I'm James Charlton. I used to host this thing and uh, <laughs> I'm with the current host who's not hosting for this segment. Yes. And that's Danny. Hello. So yeah, it would be fun for me to host this bit because uh, I didn't go to TGS and uh, but Danny's here with me at my place mm-hmm. uh, after spending day two of TGS. Because you're too lazy to go to day one. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> With work, whatever that is. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, day two of the show floor, Danny will be telling us all about that. Uh, I'm totally new to this. I don't know what happened to the show. I didn't go and I didn't read anything about it. So this is all new to me. So that should be interesting. So uh, yeah, let's talk about what Nintendo games were at the show, if there were any. Because uh, <laughs> I sent a trolley tweet uh, earlier in the week uh, about uh, there was a list of TGS games and there wasn't a single Nintendo one on the list. Mm-hmm. But that was an incomplete list, right? Yeah, <laughs> I, I can guarantee you that wasn't my list. Because <laughs> my list was made of only of things that were on Nintendo platforms. <laughs> no one in the world has that list. No, That's nobody does. Nobody cares. <laughs> That's the thing. Sad but true. Yeah. So... Um, there were, Wii, Wii, were there Wii U, Wii U games? Yeah, there, there were a couple of Wii U games. Um, there were, you know, there were a lot, quite a few 3DS games, too. Same as the last year, then. A couple of Wii U games. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Actually, it was like, like, from what I found on the show floor, yeah. compared to maybe what they said was going to be there, mm-hmm. like, about the same. <laughs> um, okay. And they, uh, allegedly, they had Wii games there. <laughs> but uh, you know because uh, Tycho Drum must have seven no that's coming out of Wii U <laughs> there's one coming out of Wii U but no but like, it like, thinks things like the Wii version of Skylanders and like Wii right. version of like Disney Infinity or something like that right, yeah. um, but I didn't even see them even though they didn't really say whether or not they're playable or <laughs> right. not it's just weird 
but yeah. So you didn't seek those out. Not so really. Cause I, was, <laughs> I, I had a certain list of games, like on my on of my list. I had another list of things that I knew that you know I need to try to play these things because I think that you know you guys out there will be interested in some of this stuff. Maybe some of the other stuff, not so much. <laughs> Does anyone care about Wii games? Seriously? No, I mean, <laughs> come on. I, I think last year I took the time to play like an Inazuma Eleven game on Wii. Right. It's actually <laughs> fun, as opposed to the DS games, which I thought were terrible. <laughs> it's but, funny, funny to think that the Wii was dead last year, and it's like, it's, yeah, but it's still around now. It's yeah, like, yeah. I think it's just like bargain bin games from now on, isn't it? Really, pretty much. And yeah. Skylanders. Yeah, <laughs> Skylanders. Okay, what really gets me about Skylanders, though, I mean, it's exclusive to Toys R Us, published through Square Enix, which in is Japan. The, yeah, in Japan. Wow. Which really limits <laughs> any potential for this thing, you know. You got Toys R Us near you, right? Yeah, there's Toys R Us in my town, but I mean, not everyone's <laughs> so lucky, or whatever you want to call that. <laughs> get out, right? All you need is donuts and Toys R Us. Right? Yeah, we got the Krispy Kreme, Burger King, Toys R Us. We're good. <laughs> Cool. So, um, what should we start with then? The Wii U games? Yeah. I, or do you want to do it by publisher, or what do you want to do? Well, first let's start out with, yeah, let's start with stuff that's on Wii U, because I think I only played one Wii U game. Okay. <laughs> and it, well, it's, it's a little bit easy to talk about. And you had to trick the guy to... Exactly. To ex you know, to say that you had a game on yes, Wii U. Yes, exactly. <laughs> to admit you did. <laughs> yeah, because according to my list, the only games that should have been there for Wii U were Skylanders Spyro's Adventure, not the newest Skylanders, like the first one. Mm -hmm. They made a special Wii U version just huh. for Japan. Huh. And, Interesting. Um, I think it's, yeah, I, I don't know, whatever. But um, then Disney Infinity and then Sonic Lost World. Okay. Um, oh. And so. guess which one of those you could find on the show floor. <laughs> Um, Sonic, I guess? Yeah, that's right. So, Sonic was there, you know, in the Sega booth, and um, they kind of had it split between that and the 3DS one, and um, I, I didn't play the 3DS one yet, you know, as of right now, mm -hmm. but I don't know, I, it's, it's kind of weird, it was like towards the end of the day, I was just tired, and <laughs> I don't know, just get... <sighs> so, is it Sonic Galaxy, or is that for, you know, for me, too I, much credit for the I, for me, Sonic that's what, game? That's what it seemed like <laughs> to me. I, I had these really high expectations going in, and it just didn't seem like that to me. It, it's it's side-scrolly, the stage that I had played, and then like kind of moving around, putting you at like different angles and stuff like that. And, you know, you still had like the Sonic jumping and running fast and stuff like that. So that was okay. <laughs> Was there any running towards the camera moment? Uh, there was a couple of things where it seems like I had no control over Sonic, but I wasn't sure because I wasn't gonna like stop pressing <laughs> buttons because I I didn't know. So every like every other Sonic game, pretty much <laughs> I, Sonic Adventure then. Yeah, I mean I think <sighs> you know after E three I think some of the guys on maybe RFN I think Michael Cole had written up impressions for both three DS and the Wii U version. Um, I read Brave them. Guy. <laughs> yeah, I read them back at the time, but I really don't remember what he said. <laughs> but I remember just the you know, like you said, like people saying this is Sonic Galaxy, mm -hmm. you know, and I just really wasn't getting the feeling from that. I mean, maybe I should just play the demo again tomorrow. Um, I think that's what Sega wishes. I think that's what they want them people to think, right? Yeah, this is, you're not going to get Mario Galaxy. So you know, this here's Sonic Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I could, I could kind of see it in a way, but. Uh, like I said, just it just didn't seem like it's as refined, not nowhere near as refined as something like Galaxy. Sure, I mean, sure, sure. it's a Sonic game. It's yeah, game. fighting <laughs> fighting enemies in like three D Sonic games have always been terrible, in my right. opinion. It's just not fun. It's just like 
just really kind of just stops the action of what you're doing. Yeah. I don't know. But it's one of the, just it's just a game that I just never understand. <laughs> Sonic the the appeal of Sonic, the I, gameplay of Sonic, I just don't get it. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> some couple, people like it. A couple of months ago, I mean, I record, I reviewed uh, 3D Sonic the Hedgehog on 3DS, which is I don't think it's out in the West yet. It's because Sonic did 3D a Sonic of, the Hedgehog. Yeah, Sega did a bunch of like 3D classic type of games, oh, basically. Okay. Like altered beast and <laughs> so it was Sonic One in three D. Sonic One in three D. Okay. And you know it looked great and it was fine, but I don't know. I just found out that I really don't like Sonic that much <laughs> from playing that. And I knew that in nineteen ninety five. There you go. It takes some people longer. Yeah. I know, you know I really like Sonic Adventure. I always like that game. As as weird as that is, I guess. But, but yeah, that that's uh, pretty much it for Wii U. Um, so Sega. Sega had a big presence as usual, but yeah, and they actually had a pretty decent sized booth. Um, what was the main? I mean, obviously, Sonic wasn't the headline game, right? Yeah, they the new uh, game in the Yakuza series. Ah, right. Yuga Gotoku. The one based in Edo. Yeah, it's like it's the new one that's gonna be on PS4, PS3, and it's yeah, it's based in like Edo period, but it's supposed to be basing it using like the main character from the series, like his face, but making him like a. <laughs> Historical character. I forgot that. I forgot the name. Pretty much guaranteeing it'll never come out in the West. Probably. <laughs> I don't think the the previous samurai period one did. No, it did, didn't. So no, no chance of that one. Yeah. So that was their headline game, was it? I think that might have been it. And they had like there's some new Hatsune Miku games, <laughs> which I'll talk about in a little bit. Actually, I'll I'll save it a little bit later. Okay. But um, yeah. Actually, one cool thing. I was telling James about this earlier, and if you follow me on Twitter, maybe you saw this in the middle of your day or in the <laughs> middle of your night. But um, Nagoshi, the guy who's behind, like you know, the Yakuza series, I'm just walking around the Sega booth and like, oh, whoa, that's him. <laughs> so he's the guy from Nintendo Direct. Yeah, he's that guy. Just like a Yakuza. That means I'll call the douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But, you know, I was like, hey, cool, I'm going to go, like, say something to this guy. Did he get his autograph from Minori? <laughs> I signed my digital copy of Yakuza, and I'm giving it to Minori tomorrow. <laughs> no, but, you know, I, I worked up the courage to talk to this, you know, famous guy that only nerds, some nerds know about. And, you know, I was like, hey, you're Nagoshi. And he's like, yeah. He's <laughs> like... Yeah, I'm a fan of you know Yakuza one and two, and I thought about saying something like, "Yeah, I'm one of the you know four thousand people that bought it here in Japan," but I thought that he might know, not. He should know all of you by name, shouldn't he? <laughs> Technically, he should. He should be proud. He should be like, "Yeah, number three hundred eighty-one." Exactly. Probably. <laughs> and dude, you know, it was really weird about him though. Like, okay, because he is totally like Japanese dude bro, which mm -hmm. that's fine, I guess. <laughs> Whatever. So are you? Yeah. Yes, I'm a Japanese dude bro. That's white and. <laughs> but uh dude has like the whitest teeth it's, it's just like I don't know it's, it's really weird but um he sleeps with it like bathed in um like acid or something yeah I sleep with it bathed in coca-cola maybe that's why my teeth are brown <laughs> too much bleaching yeah but um anyways that's pretty much all the Wii U stuff that I played as of right now like I said there were supposed to be a couple of other things but I didn't see anything and same with Wii stuff um I mean, it could have just been, maybe I just misread the site, or just, they just had it labeled really terribly. I think TGS is a very good kind of filter to show you just how little Nintendo has. Because like, <laughs> if you take out the first party, because obviously Nintendo don't go to TGS, you yeah. take out the first party games, and you take out the Western dude bro shooty games, mm -hmm. there's nothing. 
yeah. basically. <laughs> There's Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> That's I mean, all they have this year. Call of Duty Ghosts did have a presence at the show, oh, yeah. but and it was like, sp- sponsored by, like, Monster Energy Drink. <laughs> you're just waiting for the bag of Doritos to, yeah, you're just waiting for the bag of Doritos to fall on your head or something, you know, rain down from the sky. But So they were, it was only playable on Xbox. But it, I, I don't even think they had it playable at all. I'm pretty sure it was only this video because they had like this whole section for it. Yeah, they've done that in the past. Like they, I remember there was like a snowmobile mm-hmm. like <laughs> set up on. Was it like Modern Warfare Two or something like that? Mm-hmm. And I don't think it was playable. Oh yeah, 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 Two, yeah. Yeah. So probably the same kind of thing. They got the big theater, right? Is this it's Square Enix? No, no, it was like it was separate from Square Enix, like in a completely different hall, actually. Too. It was so weird. It's most people listening to this thing is weird to think why is Call of Duty in Square Enix, <laughs> but there you go. Yeah, that's Japan. Yeah. Um, so, so what do you want to talk about next? So next publisher uh, or next? Um, no more Wii U guys. There's basically no more Wii U. No more Wii stuff. So then that. That's a Wii U game you want to play tomorrow. Uh, I don't think so because <laughs> I really don't care about Skylanders because well I can get it it's in my town right. <laughs> and same with Disney Infinity I mean this stuff it's maybe kind of fun but I don't want to like sink in tons and tons of money on just toys that are laying around I have enough useless crap laying around my apartment how do you think Disney Infin- Infinity will fare in Japan I don't know they love Disney they love toys that's true but I guess, uh, yeah, I was talking with the guy at the show floor about, like, you know, Japanese pricing on stuff and how things, companies get away with pricing things higher, and it doesn't matter, because Japanese people pay it. Right. Like, you know, games have these premium prices, toys sometimes, too, and yeah. I don't know, I mean, as long as it's competitive and not, like, you know, you know, 50 bucks for one figure or something. Was Skylanders popular here? It just, Skylanders just, just released, like, in July. Right. Okay. Like, Seriously, like almost two years. They later. started with the second one. Or no, they started with the first one. Oh, they did. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong. If I'm wrong out there, you can correct me and ridicule me. Yeah. <laughs> we need a hashtag for that. <laughs> Bivens fail. I, yes. I think that's the one I usually use. That's one my mom uses when she talks to me. <laughs> okay. Interesting. But um, yeah, for 3DS stuff, I mean, there was, according to my list, <laughs> which I uh, which you wrote with which, your hand, which I wrote which with my hands. Wrong. And also, it's on the website, too. You, you, you should have seen it, because you're following everything I do very closely. <laughs> Probably not. That's I did fun. look at the list of TGS games, and I didn't know any of them. Yeah, a lot I, I of... Didn't, I didn't recognize almost a single name in that list. But mm-hmm. as, as opposed to, like, the past at least two or three, four years. I mean, yeah. Monster Hunter doesn't really have... It's been, like, blah, 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 Monster Hunter, blah, 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 mm-hmm. Ace Attorney. Yeah. Blah, 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 something else, right? But I mean, this, it was like, blah, blah, blah. I didn't understand Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Monster Hunter was there. There's, like, a new smartphone Monster Hunter game. It's I think it's just called Monster <laughs> Hunter Smart. <laughs> oh, God. And I saw it <laughs> on the Capcom booth, but I, you know, whatever. Why do Japanese people name things? <laughs> they shouldn't be allowed to name things. <laughs> for the sequel. Oh, God. <laughs> We're going to have that conversation. <laughs> um... Yeah, so I guess on that note, you know, mm-hmm. Bravely Default, it's, oh, yeah. um great game, came out last year, I played for a little bit, and actually Matt Walker and I did a really good segment of that last year, I think like a 30 minute segment, I think in the November episode, mm-hmm. talking about it, and he played it for like 90 hours, and it was, <laughs> it was just incredible, and they're going to be doing, from what I gather, a re-release of the game here in Japan, using some of like the... I guess sound stuff that they're recording for the English version essentially adding in like English voices and maybe like refining the game a little bit 
They used to call them the international versions. Didn't yeah. They? It's Final Fantasy. Things right. Like that, right. So, but I don't know. It's so weird. Like, because the way they had this on their website, it's called Bravely Default for the sequel. And you're like, okay, something about a sequel? <laughs> but it's like, not really. It's just... That's the weirdest thing. Yeah, I, I don't know who is in charge of naming these things at Square Enix, but they might need to stop. The same guy who's always worked there. <laughs> and he's an idiot. Kingdom Hearts 482 <laughs> and 3 fourths. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, it's still only taken two English lessons in 20 years. He'll <laughs> <laughs> get there in the end. Uh, well, we'll see. <laughs> Flying fairy. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> But so did you play that? The, uh, no, because there's really a nothing. Uh, it's Square Enix's booth with, with Nintendo stuff. I mean, they had actually they had a couple of really well. They had one really cool thing that I did get to play, and um, that being the sequel to Theatrhythm Final Fantasy. Oh right, you loved that, right? Yeah, aptly titled Theatrhythm Final Fantasy Curtain Call for the sequel. For, for the sequel, <laughs> two, two colons, two. Yeah, <laughs> thirty three hundred eighty five and two fourths over six. <laughs> yeah, and. <laughs> But what you know, I, I really loved the first game. I absolutely loved it. I played it for sixty hours or so, and you got a lot of DLC. I got almost all the DLC for wow. it. So I spent like you know probably nine thousand dollars on it. About, about nine thousand yen, <laughs> <laughs> maybe more. But um, yeah, I really really loved the game. Uh, just I thought everything about it was great. But my biggest complaint about it was that, you know, all of the stuff. In the game, when you're doing the songs, that's touch-based. That's fine. You know, you're tapping the touch screen and moving the stylus around and stuff. That's okay. But when you're navigating menus, you have to use, like, the touch-based menus. And sometimes they're, like, a little... I don't know. It's just, it just takes a little bit more time as opposed to just flipping through with, like, a circle pad. Or... Do you have to touch and drag to, like, slide things? No, it's, there's usually, like, a button or something. You press the button, like, right. to go right okay. and you'd scroll through the stuff. Right. And right. It never seemed like it was something you could go through quickly. So it was kind of annoying, and I, I, I guess that Square Enix must have listened to only me. <laughs> Exclusive. That one email you wrote. Yeah, yeah, it's like, they read my review, and they really took it to heart, the guys in Japan. <laughs> yeah. No, so, but, is this a sequel, or is this like a DLC, old DLC in one? This is, a, I'm pretty sure it's officially a sequel. Okay. And so it's 60-odd new songs. Kind of. Yeah, there's like new songs. I think there's, there's, I know there are quite a few returning songs, too. Okay. And um, one of the biggest things about the game that they don't have, they didn't have at the show floor, was I guess there's a two-player battle mode. I, they were talking about it, but then I could have swore that was in the original one. I don't know. <laughs> so I might make. But haven't you run out of Final Fantasy songs by now? I mean, oh. they had every single Final Fantasy game. Not all of them, because there's a lot still. You know, well, some of the stuff that's come out since, like fourteen and. Well, the real version of it, I guess. <laughs> and, 14 point four. Mm -hmm. And even stuff like, I guess, PSP exclusive, like Final Fantasy Zero or whatever okay. the heck it's called. You know, just a bunch of crap like that, or songs. I mean, even though they did have a good representation from all of the Final Fantasies. Wasn't so it now we're into like Final Fantasy, you know, offshoots, you know, Final even, Fantasy Game and Watch. <laughs> yes. Final Fantasy, <laughs> you know, microwave oven timer. Mm -hmm. Things like that. Yeah. But they did have like a good song from Advent Children, the Final Fantasy VII like CG movie. Oh, if you're God. into that, I like that. <laughs> I don't know why, but I watched the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, they, you know they have stuff like that. But the the biggest change to this game is the fact that they added you know support for touch based. Well, no, not <laughs> for button based controls okay. throughout the whole game, not just for menus, oh, right, okay. for actually for the songs too. 
so they can make a Vita version later. <laughs> Probably, <laughs> could be. Um, no, but it it you know it doesn't it's not too terribly different from you know the touch stuff. Well, I mean, I guess it is, but it isn't. <laughs> like, you know, just to... It looks the same, but you it looks control it differently. Yeah, it looks exactly the same with the notes going across the screen and whatever. But well, um, you never really had to do much with the up and down on the touchscreen anyway, right? It was just, like, general... There's a... What is it called? Bad, not battle music. Field music stages. The right. FMS, as they call them. And um, the thing is, when you're doing those, you're, you're moving the stylus, like, up and down yeah. to match, like, this little path that your character is taking or whatever and um, to, now to do that instead of if you opt to do it you can just use the slide pad to kind of go slightly up and down up and down and whatever okay and then yeah to just for simple taps you just press like a and it just does that and if it's something where you have to hold well, you just simply hold a and if it's like an up or down left right whatever you just use the circle pad and just flick that in the direction hmm. so I, you know I tried both methods and um, they, they seem just fine. They work great. Hmm. Yeah. So, um, what's up next? Well, um, after that, well, that wasn't. I think that wasn't quite the first game I played, but you know, it's definitely probably my favorite. By the way, wasn't there going to be a Dragon Quest theater within Dragon Quest? No. Was that a rumor? Or I've never heard that, and okay. it def definitely wasn't there. Or maybe that was just a, a fan request. <laughs> <laughs> could yeah. be. Could be. Right? Um, Fair enough. Now, after that, you know, um, a game that I was kind of interested in, I don't know why, after I played it. <laughs> <laughs> I love these kind of games. <laughs> no, it's... Did it involve touching men on the touchscreen? Uh, not massaging. It could, no. it may be. I haven't got that far. <laughs> um, no, and actually, they've been talked about this a little bit on RFN before, too. Um, Puzzle and Dragons. Um, oh, God. They made yeah. a 3DS version. Yeah, 3DS version is going to be coming out in December, I believe, and it's going to be like probably like 40 bucks or something, maybe 35 bucks. And you still have to pay for like each turn of the, <laughs> the spin of the wheel. Probably. No, but it's, I mean, it's... You get 40 free spins because he paid $40 for it. <laughs> yeah, <there> it is. <laughs> and after that, you have to keep paying. Uh, wouldn't surprise <laughs> me. But this, this was the game that was, part, it was at one point it was a, broke Japanese law by having the, um, the what they call a complete gacha, where it uh -huh. means that you, you have to get five items to have a chance to spin to get a super rare item. So it's like five random encounters, then you have to get five different cards to get the opportunity to get a rare card. Uh -huh. And that was made illegal. And you can't, you can't do that now. You can't <coughs> randomize the thing to get another random item or something like that. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> this game is very, very successful here in Japan, yeah. and you know, I was really, I was really surprised when I went up to the Gung Ho booth because, I mean, I don't know a lot about Gung Ho entertainment and stuff, but I know obviously, you <laughs> know, I've never heard them until now. <laughs> Puzzle and Dragons—that's the biggest thing that they got going for them. And I mean, you know, they're probably trying other things too, but I mean, they're trying to milk this thing for all it's worth, and they should. But like know. a Japanese zinga. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, but just with one popular game, <laughs> but. I was really surprised because I went to the booth. Well, it's huge, massive, and they, God, man, I don't even know how many demo units they had. I mean, it was. I, I took a picture, and maybe if you look at your screen right now, if I'm not being lazy, you can <laughs> see the three DS one had that many. Yeah, there was a ton of people, like a ton of just well, girls for like every single unit almost, <laughs> and then just you know just tons of units just there and tons of people to play them. 
And you, you played this. I played it. And it was weird because I just went up, I was going to get in the line, and then they're like, oh, hey, bro, you need a ticket. And I'm like, what? <laughs> really? And they're like, yeah, but you can just, I just had to walk back like a couple of steps and just get a ticket. And I, yeah, I don't even know exactly how they're doing it, but I know last year with, and the year before with Monster Hunter, and it was like, you get these tickets usually at the beginning of the day for a certain time slot throughout the day. It's like Disneyland. Kind of. <laughs> and But this one was weird because it was like, I got there at like 1 o'clock and I was trying to do that and they're like, yeah, you gotta get a ticket. And the ticket was for like a one fifteen start. So like, oh, okay, well that's not bad. So I, you know, I hadn't eaten lunch yet and I was like, I don't know if I want to just <laughs> play this game. You know, but... You don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I think there's a lot of people that can get into this type of a game. It's just like a simple puzzle game where... When it, at its basics, you're moving around these different colored orbs, and you're matching three in a row. And you know, the the more you match, and then on the well, okay, that's happening on the touch screen. On the top screen, on the 3DS, you're fighting monsters. And the more combinations and stuff like that that you get, the more damage you deal out to these monsters. And there's even, I think, after you build up so many times, you can use a special skill attack and. Stuff right, like that. Right. And well, Jonesy's talked about this on RFN, hasn't he? Yeah. iOS version. So, and yeah, if you want to play this game, you can. You can yeah. play it for very cheap, like a dollar or two. For a dollar, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I this is like a really weird kind of redundant thing, for especially God, if for, they have DLC or paid something paid inside that, that would be evil. God, <laughs> man. I, I just don't... I mean, yeah, I know people in Japan are crazy about this game, but I don't... Uh, maybe I just underestimate... Like, what people well, it, are willing like to do. Theatrism. Well, Theatrism came out first on 3DS, right? Mm -hmm. But then they did, like, a, it was the, it, everything. You had to pay for everything. Yeah, was, yeah. I think it was free on iOS, but then you had to pay for every song. Yeah. So that... Mm. You got two songs. Or like that, right? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think... Mm, I don't know if it's going to be a big hit because anybody in Japan could play this on any platform that they already have. Well, smartphones or, you know, tablets. Right. Stuff like that. So I don't know what the point is of this. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I guess that about does it for uh, <laughs> Puzzle and Dragons. I, I was really hoping it would just be more than what it was, but I was disappointed. What's the abbreviated name to call it? Puzzle. Uh, Puzzle or something. Puzzle. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I know you guys out there, the few of you out there that know this, you're like, oh my God, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> yeah, I, I really forgot. Don't really care. <laughs> But, um, anyways, um, after that, so, I mean, that was Gung Ho's booth, like their only game. <laughs> I just called it the Puzzle and Dragons booth. I think we should have. Was know, Gree there? Oh, yeah, Gree had, like, a big, I think I saw somebody tweet something, it's like, Gree had, like, negative people in their booth. Nice. <laughs> because, nice. I mean, especially on the business days, like, most people don't. Yeah. You don't want to play this stuff. They'd probably just rather go to their boring meetings. <laughs> I remember, like, when I first went to TDS, like, you know, eight years ago or something, like, the mobile phone games were such a small part of mm -hmm. it. And it was like, I just never understood why do people go to TDS to play a mobile phone game, you know? It's yeah. Like, and then it just got slowly bigger and bigger with each year. And yeah, it's like, like Gree, one year Gree was, like, half of TDS. Yeah, I mean, Green has a huge... Booth. Yeah. It's really big, and I think it's like ridiculously so. Cause I mean, oh, well, you know, I still haven't been to the public day this week, obviously, because it's tomorrow. <laughs> but I have no idea how many people are going to be in there. But I think it's just, it's too big. It's, yeah. it's, I mean, really, <laughs> do we need all this space for this? <laughs> but it's like BlackBerry being at E three. Like, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. 
But um, at any rate, because actually uh, kind of close to the Green booth was Capcom's booth. And nice. I, you know, for the past couple of years, Capcom has had a mm. huge, like, elaborate booth. And it's Monster been Hunter, full right? of Monster Hunter yeah. stuff. And it was just always... There's no Monster Hunter this year? No, just that Monster Hunter smart. So <laughs> Monster smart Hunter 4, because it's out, yeah. not worth And into it. I think, you know, they had taught, or announced that Monster Hunter Frontier G is coming to the Vita the that's coming to Wii U. It's coming to the Wii U PC? and PS, the PS3. It's already on PC and 360 here. But um, yeah, it's coming. Weird. <laughs> actually, too, you know, because Capcom distributes or publishes uh, GTA here. So Grand Theft Auto V was actually at the show. The Wii U version? Yeah. Only in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> no, so that was there. But um, the, the game that I was kind of interested in is a new IP, I think <laughs> from uh, Cap- Capcom it could be an anime or it could be a game that is made into an anime I, I don't I don't I need to check my facts on this <laughs> but um, it's called Geist Crusher and now before you get your hopes up it's not a sequel to Geist it's a prequel no <laughs> just kidding no but um, no this is like an anime inspired type of game where you okay like one of the big shticks for the game is like they're gonna have these little toys and these little covers that can cover up like your 3ds. So there's three Skylanders games. With the it's kind. It's kind of like a Skylanders thing, except for they can't do anything in the game, from what okay. I can tell. So like just put it next to your 3ds yeah, and look at it. But okay, here's what it is. Because this, this thing goes on the outside, clips on, and then you can get these little disc-like things mm-hmm. that can fold out into like these monsters from mm-hmm. this game, and then you can fold them back into this disc, and they like screw on to the case. So oh, to the 3ds. To the 3ds. To this case that's like. Hooked right. onto the 3DS. So it's like the, that Pokemon threat uh, kind of kind, thing. Kind of, but it's like, this is just like an aesthetic thing. It's not oh, for, it's okay. not like a... It doesn't do anything. I'm, as far as I know, it's not a practical thing. It's not a Circle Pad Pro. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> the but, figures. Yeah, if you look at your screen right now, you can probably see it. And um, So yeah, it's just like a little toy. Oh, there it's, it is. Yeah, let's see it. And it's just like a little toy thing, but... um. Kenichiwa! Future Danny interrupting here for a second. Actually, these toys can be used in the game. Uh, they can be used to give your character some like increased power and stuff like that. So, yeah. But anyways, back to the show. Mini-san! So what, it, what kind of game this, is it? This, is this, it a Skylanders Disney Infinity game? Or? Not even close, okay. from what I, well, at least from what I can tell from the demo. But um, at the demo, at the, at the booth, they had two different versions for the... Uh, 3DS that you can play. You can play a single player and you can play a multiplayer. And I think it's up to four players, multiplayer, like locally. And uh, I, I just did the single player because I just wanted to get the hang, get the hang of like the combat and stuff like that. But it's third person. Like I said, it's like anime style. And it, oh God, and I'm just kind of blanking on the visuals if it's cell shaded. I think it, I think it's like cell shaded. Um, it, it reminded me a lot of what was shown last year at E3 at uh, Tokyo Game Show. Uh, X Troopers. The, Capcom game that right, never right. <laughs> is going to leave Japan. So it could be based on. It could be, engine, yeah. It right? could be the same engine, just kind of like you know. Because that sold nothing here. Right? Yeah, it sold like shit. I um, sold that for like a thousand yen a week after it's released. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I mean, the thing about it, it's a cool game. The yeah, controls are great. great. It's it's really fun, and I you know from what I played of this game, I think it's it's pretty fun. Um, basically, you at the start of each well at the start of the demo, you can choose like a different class of character and they're usually based on colors and like they have different weapons and mm-hmm. the first one I chose is a guy that had like a sword and I guess one of the big things about this is that you can like first of all you're just walking around you have like no weapons 
And then if you press Y, you'll pull out like your big ass sword, and you can start like pounding people and stuff like that. Um, but you can press like the L button to do something. If I could read my writing. <laughs> Danny's got incredibly detailed notes of what every button does, but yeah, well, written so poorly he can't read it. <laughs> well, I was like trying to write and do this at the same time. You, no. <laughs> you, were, you were writing this while you were playing the game? Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I wanted to make sure I don't forget anything. <laughs> is that so crazy? <laughs> no, but, um, so yeah, L is like a lock-on mechanism. You're locking on to enemies. It does sound like really similar to EX. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's like a reskin. It, you said it's got four player? Yeah, four player. Yeah, and yeah. X troopers. But that was, they did three. Well, whatever, right? It's Completely got the, different. It's got the, you know, the links up player, yeah. right? Yeah, but I mean, the, the, diff, the main difference here is that if by pressing like the R button, you change forms. <laughs> you can change it to like a big fucking monster. <laughs> That's like an anime like robot dog. Okay. It's huge. Oh, it's totally different then. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, the idea is like the same except for the big robot dogs and stuff like that. But, you know, you can... Oh, like, that's good. I mean, I'm not complaining. They yeah. should reuse that engine. Yeah, 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 definitely. They didn't make any money from it the first time. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Reuse it again. So it seems like, I mean, I, I could have swore I saw something about this becoming an anime and coming out soon or something. So I could see, if this gets popular with kids, how a game like this could be, you know, a big seller, or at least a relatively decent seller. I don't get the figure thing though. Why I would you attach I, figures to your 3D? I don't either. Like I said, it's not when it's attached. It's just like a little kind of like see through. It's like a diorama. Turning your 3D yeah. into well, you, you saw it earlier on the podcast. You saw. Oh right, the picture. Of that. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, it's still there. There it is. Yeah. No. Um, okay. The thing is, like, it's it's like the translucent, like N sixty four color type of things, but it just falls into monsters. It's right. just <laughs> bizarre. But um, now it's it's fun. I got my ass kicked by like all the bosses and stuff like that. And um, so it looks good. Plays all right. Yeah, it plays all right. It's pretty decent. It's is not... it online? Is it I not online? I don't think it's online. If it's not online, then it's definitely X Troopers. Because <laughs> <laughs> I gr I grilled the producer last year, and he was like, "Oh, if you want the online, play the PS3 version." Uh, uh, screw you. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. I, I, maybe tomorrow, if I can, I'm going to try to get in and play the multiplayer version just to see you know, what it's like, how it could compare to last year playing X Troopers multiplayer, because I sure as hell wasn't playing that with anybody else when I bought the game. <laughs> so weird. I mean, you have such a niche game that no one buys. It's like you have to have online, otherwise you're never going to find anyone to play with that game. Yeah, no kidding. So. I'll have download play, I guess. Too <laughs> <laughs> easy. Yeah. Um... That's a positive. Yeah, no, that, that was that's a lot of... Original lot of, 3DS game. That's yeah. Probably what would come out in the West. <laughs> yeah. And the, the X Troopers didn't, right? No, not not even close. Because the way they programmed it, all the text was like yeah. uh, images and not, yeah, not text. Right, exactly. So they couldn't translate it. Exactly. But like, um, what was it? The, uh, what's that fighting game? It wasn't a fighting game. It was a strategy game. With, oh, Cross Zone. Oh, yeah. Um, they didn't translate that. Yeah, it just... And they just brought it over, you know. Put it on the eShop. They should yeah. do that for EX Troopers, right? I know, but it's I think... Like that, Ten bucks, you know, that would be all right. Yeah. Hmm. Just translate the title screen. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know, I, I've been wanting to correct something that somebody had said on RFN a couple months ago. Mm -hmm. This tank game on the 3DS, Kokuga, um, came out, you know, not too long ago. I think over the summer in America. Mm -hmm. It's like a tank game from the creators of, like, Ikaruga and... Oh, yeah, I think Lindy. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I bought it last year when it came yeah. out in Japan, and they the were box version. <laughs> the box version because 
you know, I think everyone was saying, okay, I think it came out digitally in Japan. No, it has never came out digitally. Like um, Guild. Yeah, well, well... Guild did eventually it did. come out on, but yeah. it wasn't it at first. At first. Right. But no, this this fucking piece of shit... <laughs> You made 5,000. Yeah, I paid like 50 bucks for this bastard. Jesus and Christ. I was so disappointed in that game for 50 bucks. If I paid like 5 bucks for it, I'd be like, all right, cool. <laughs> you know, but man, this is 10 shit. times too much. But anyway, I don't even know why I thought of that. <laughs> but um, there you go. Yeah, one of the next games I played that I actually had a um, pretty favorable opinion of is uh, Puyo Puyo Tetris, which is going to be coming out in the 3DS. And it's. Exactly. Never heard of this. <laughs> well, it's exactly what you would think it would be. It's Puyo Puyo and Tetris. I'm, I mean, it's it's being being published by Sega. Well, N sixty four had Doctor Mario and Tetris, right? Did they? Yeah, it was. I think it was on the same cartridge. Or oh, okay. I think it was. I mean, it could have yeah. been versus. I can't remember. Uh, mm. I don't know if you had to play only Tetris or only Doctor Mario, but hmm. you're saying this one you can play this basically different yeah. games against each other. Exactly, because um, you can play multiplayer. Uh, Yes, maybe at least up to another person. But, um, you know, I was playing against a computer. And basically, you choose whether you, whether you want to play Puyo Puyo or you want to play Tetris. And since I'm not really that familiar with Puyo Puyo, I just played Tetris. And as far as I can tell what it did, because I was too busy looking at most of my pieces and trying to figure that stuff out. But, uh, you know, as soon as you, like, eliminate, like, decent-sized chunks of your right. pieces, you send, like, the stuff over to the other guy, and then... It's just, like, a just a versus mode, so it's very simple, but, I mean, it's it's just an interesting concept. You send gray Puyo Puyos to the Yes, exactly, thing. and he was sending, you know, gray Tetris blocks to my thing, right. so... But, um, no, it was, it was really fun, I, I enjoyed it, because, I, I mean, who the, who the hell doesn't like Tetris, you know? And I guess Japanese people just absolutely love Puyo Puyo, so... Maybe Americans during the Cold War. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Everyone loves Tetris. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. That was actually. So that's going to be a, a cartridge game. Well, probably cartridge and downloadable. Both. You know, it's a, it's a folding retail, retail game. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> it's not like there's one going to be cheaper. Yeah. Is it? Actually, you know, you'd be surprised. Like actually, recently here in Japan on the eShop, there's a bit of a difference in the prices of the physical and the digital. If you're gonna tell me it's like four thousand and eighty and then four thousand and ninety, you know. <laughs> you well, no, no, not like that. It's small, but it's sometimes like you know five hundred yen off, like five bucks off. Um, but then again, that's like taking it off of the the suggested, essentially the suggested retail price. Which when you go to a store, it's never unless you go to Toys R Us. <laughs> it's never that price. It's usually about eight hundred to a thousand yen cheaper, like eight right. to ten bucks cheaper. So you're still getting a better deal getting the physical version in Japan. Yeah, but. I I'm, I can't remember who it was, but somebody tweeted a picture of one of the download cards for mm. um, I think it was Monster Hunter Four, yep. and it and it said like reduced price, and it had like you know four thousand nine hundred crossed out, mm. and it was four thousand eight hundred eighty. It's like twenty yen off. Fuck <laughs> you guys! <laughs> Fucking fuck you! Instead of the cartridge, you get a piece of card. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. <laughs> On that note, have you noticed that? I don't know if it's the same for you where you live, but here, just around the corner, the 7-Eleven, they got this, like, a full section of, like, every, like, current first-party uh, first um, games as download cards. Hmm. Like, yep. all the Mario games, they got Donkey Kong, you know, all those kind of things. You can just buy the download cards, 7-Eleven. So I know, like, it, well, my 7-Eleven, the one that I usually go to, it's not that big, and they don't even have M&M's, goddammit. <laughs> Yes, but um, aside from that, no. I mean, their their selection of downloadable games is 
kind of sparse. They usually have like the newest stuff. I think we should go tomorrow. Okay. Buy some games. Yeah. <laughs> sure, but the hell not. They're so much cheaper. <laughs> Ten yen off. Yes. What am I going to McDonald's or something with a coupon? I mean, you know. Um, yeah. So, you it's know. It's TGS, right? Your TGS is the thing. Um, so there's a couple other games I want to talk about that I played. Um, another one from Sega that... Mm. Uh, I'll save that for a little bit later because I actually enjoyed that. Okay. <laughs> but, um, I don't give two shits about it. <laughs> Some people might. Don Koopman, maybe? Yes, Don <laughs> definitely cares. And uh, yeah, I might care too. But um, before that, um, there was a new game that was kind of announced back earlier in the summer from Sega. Uh, it's an RPG. It's called Hero Bank. And the idea is. Hero Bank. <laughs> Bank. The idea is that. Uh, your heroes and you're making money. It's I don't know. It's really bizarre. I'll expl- kind of explain the demo. So just like real life. <laughs> just like real life. You're at, you start out in elementary school, just like I do every day. <laughs> don't ask. <laughs> and for whatever reason, you're talking to your friends, and it's like blah blah blah. It's kind of boring. And then all of a sudden, they're like, "Yeah, you should go talk to the security guy at your school." And you're like, "Okay." And then suddenly, he's like, "Yeah, we're gonna fight now." <laughs> you're like digitally transported to this round wrestling ring with like you know lights for the ropes and just uh-huh. surrounding you and you surround you you bust out of your school clothes into like a like some kind of a weird armor and and you know first of all like for controls like when you're in the school like it tells you on the screen it's like yeah use the touch screen use the control you know use the 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 the, the, the touch pin and make it so that's how you navigate like this world and they, what you do there's a map on the bottom screen and you touch it and your character goes to, like these places and it's just really slow and just awful <laughs> but then it's I, like that yoshi game on nintendo land you like draw where you want to go yeah. kind of thing? actually kind of but that's way better okay <laughs> less accurate yeah i mean this just was, wasn't that great for that and then you know it's still like a d- digital um Oh, I'm sorry, like an analog like uh, system when you're like walking around because you still have to like hold B to run in these While situations. The well, <laughs> if I, I just gave up on that and I started using the circle pad, so you can use that to control <laughs> your guy too. So it's just, yeah, and then yeah, then, uh, you know, during these fights, it's really weird because you cannot, as far as I can tell, I I don't know if I ever want to play this thing again to find <laughs> out, but you can only use like the the touch pen to like draw. Or just to like, you basically touch something and then you just character goes right towards it. And there's this money and shit just like spread it all over the place and you're supposed to gather all this money so that you can use it to like attack the enemy and stuff. And I don't know, it's just a really bizarre system. And you have to, you know, to do attacks, you gotta be up close enough. And then there's like an attack button that you press on the touch screen and then you can choose like a different attack. And the more money it costs, like the more effective that it is on the enemies. It's, it's, it's really bizarre, and like I said, this, it's kind of a cool idea, but just the... I'm kind of over touch, like, touch screen to control stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. It's, it feels a bit like, you know, last generation DS, doesn't it? Yeah, because, <laughs> dude, I could not get into Phantom Hourglass because of the touch controls. I just gave up. I hate Star Fox DS, <laughs> whatever, Star Fox Command, whatever the hell it's called. Yeah. I hate it because of that, and I, I, just, I just never really like that type of gimmicky yeah. stuff. Drawing paths never—it doesn't really work out. I mean, it's just not fun. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, if it's like Diablo or something. You're just like click and you go there or something. That's a little bit different. But this is just 
weird and yeah. wasn't too fun. I don't. I wasn't really impressed. But um, another game that I kind who, of who made Hero Bank? It's Sega directly. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's an yeah. internal Sega okay. thing. Um, but after that, I played um, a little game called Maple Story that I think that a lot of people out there have probably oh, heard yeah. of. And this it's is a like browser game, isn't it? Yeah, but I guess they, there's a there's one on the original DS, and this mm-hmm. is like a sequel. It's uh, what's the Japanese title? Unme no something. It's like Fate, G- Girl of Fate, or something. Unme no Shoujo, and um, I don't know. But it's it's I never played any of these games ever before. So it's like you're the, you're the girl, and you're talking to these panda people. <laughs> And, it's, uh, it's not a Harvest Moon type game. No, it? no, it's okay. like a side-scrolling beat 'em up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly like Harvest Moon. Exactly. It's Harvest Moon. Um, it's like a side-scrolling beat 'em up, and in in this uh, demo, it's like you're supposed to help out these panda dudes by beating the crap out of some other bad guys, and I think trying to find something for one of the pandas or something is <laughs> a little bit convoluted in that sense, but um. I don't know. I thought it was it was fine. It, it controlled fine. It's a really great looking, you know, two D game. Lots of like different planes for like the three D stuff. And is um, a, a remake? Or I don't know if it's a. Sequel I or? think it's a brand new game. And okay. this is like this is at the Sega booth, but it's like a Sega partner. The company's called Nexon. It's like a Korean company. Is it Maple Story colon something? Yeah, Maple Story colon Unmino Shoujo. Okay. Like you know, Girl of Destiny or whatever mm-hmm. the hell, and. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but no, I thought I thought it looked great, and the controls pretty well too. But what really kind of bugged me, and maybe it's just my inexperience with this whole series, but attacks like always took magic power, and once you're out of magic power, you can't attack, <laughs> and it sucks if there's a screen full of bad guys and you can't do anything. You have to walk around. To you try, try, to you back try or there's like a guy right on the ledge you're trying to get to, it doesn't knock your ass back down. <laughs> it's kind of annoying, but um, yeah. So that could be popular. It could be popular here in Japan. Um, I don't know if it'll ever mm-hmm. come out in the West. But uh, yeah. really, the last thing that I did play was uh, Hatsune Miku Project Mirai 2, which is the latest in the, that series. And um, So is it button controls or touch controls? Both. Come on. Just like theatrhythm. I okay. mean, theater rhythm, whatever the hell you want to call it. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, it's the same thing, because I was really surprised. And actually, there was like no wait for the demo and that's one of the reasons I played twice like played it once with the touch and I played it once with the physical buttons and if you, if you choose the physical button ones it's like basically if you've ever played Final Fantasy uh, Theatrhythm Theatrhythm Final Fantasy there's these stages called EMS stages event movie stages and the this little round cursor is going around in circles yeah, and you have to like hit it at the right time that's basically what this whole game with the movie playing in the yeah background. and this yeah. is what this is except you got Miku dancing and singing in the background and stuff your favorite type of music James <laughs> kill me now <laughs> no but um no it was really fun and uh, like I said both ways worked out just fine and it's really weird because even on the button version like you know you could use you know the all four face buttons to do mm-hmm. stuff or you could use four of the buttons that are well they, they on the touch screen they place like you know the buttons on there to divide it up into like you know four quadrants for like the buttons it's really weird Jeez. I didn't even try it because it just looked really <laughs> confusing but um, get your thumb strap on <laughs> <laughs> yeah I just still got that right <laughs> somewhere in America <laughs> but um 
that just didn't seem like a good time. But I mean, you know, they, they both controlled great. I mean, the music's kind of, you know, it's, if you're into the music or you're not, that's just what it is. It is what it is. But um, no, it's, it's quite a bit of fun. I was really surprised because even when the first game came out, there was a demo that I downloaded and never played. <laughs> I mean, I at least played it. <laughs> I mean, I you know, it. Don, Don has always talked highly about this game and even probably encouraged me to play the demo that I never played. <laughs> but now I can honestly say that I played it and actually I thought it was really cool. Um, well, you guys are the, the rhythm game fans. Yeah, right? I guess so. And God. <laughs> And I guess this game's supposed to have all of the songs in the original one, I guess, and more, or something crazy like that. I don't know. When you say original, I well, mean, there's I, so many. Yeah, I don't like... even know. I don't even know. <laughs> but From the last one. Yeah, from the last one on 3DS, which, right. yeah. Um, yeah, but that pretty much does it for everything I played on the first day. And just, okay. Yeah. So, a bunch of 3DS games. Mm -hmm. A singular Wii U game. <laughs> yeah, that I'm probably not going to write about on the site because I, I don't know. Why would you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I should just give it another try. Like I said, I, I want to like this game. I want to, you know, Sonic Lost World. I just, from what I played, I didn't like it. Maybe the stage is just shit. I have no idea. But. Well, it's not the only thing. <laughs> not because of the way you told the stories, but like... There's literally nothing that you said that has interested me. <laughs> but like, that's just me. Hopefully, people listening, you know, are interested in some of those games. But like, yeah. that sounds like you know, if I'd gone this year, I think mm -hmm. I would have been bitterly disappointed. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, for me personally, I was really, really excited to learn that that new theatrical game was there because, like I said, I absolutely loved the first one. Pleasantly surprised with Miku that that was really interesting. Okay. So that's your top two, I guess, yeah. so far. And one other thing, I, I talked to you about this a little bit, James, before, but I did get to play Xbox One. Oh, yeah, if you want to talk non-Tendo. Yeah, just, just a Go little ahead. bit. Because, what did, um, what, did you play? I, I played Rise on the Xbox One, the Roman Coliseum thing. The Kinect uh, game the that they added controls to later. <laughs> walk up and down on the spot to walk forward. <laughs> so Put your hands in the air. I was running in place and dancing. Yeah. Now, punch your cat to <laughs> activate... The sword, yeah, yep, exactly. Good. No, but <laughs> dude, I mean, it was so easy to get into play Xbox One. There's like a five minute wait on this day. I imagine it's gonna be a little bit harder tomorrow. And then you know they had Titanfall there, but I didn't want to wait like over an hour to play that. But um, anyways, Xbox One, <laughs> yeah, the dog, the dog edition. <laughs> Japanese joke, one one. Yeah, it means woof woof. Yes. So. They were. They had a big presence then. Microsoft. They still oh, they, haven't given up. Yeah, I mean, actually, I was surprised because last year they weren't there at all. They just totally just said no. We're no way. But they just came back this year and they had a decent sized booth. They're not even releasing it this year, are they? No, I'm pretty sure it's next. Year. Probably about. Probably. Yeah, probably around that same time. But what a um, waste of money that is. Yeah, apparently Killer Instinct's there too, and Ty is gonna definitely like that. <laughs> That is bizarre. I mean, how many millions of dollars it would have cost to ship all that stuff over, set it all up, you know, get... Did they have, were they Japanese editions, or...? Uh, no. Well, I mean, there really wasn't... Well, there was, there was a lot of speech and all that stuff was in English. And actually, come to think about it, all the text and stuff was in English, too. The, the, what, what we played... That's just going to annoy Japanese gamers, so... Yeah, because it was a <laughs> multiplayer demo that they had there. Not like a single-player demo that a lot of people might have saw. But it's just like, you know, you're fighting in these gladiator pits and stuff. And I'm, I'm teamed up with another guy who was mm -hmm. Japanese and kept dying. Well, he's <laughs> never seen an Xbox before. Probably. He's like, oh, I just wandered in here. <laughs> you know? 
And uh, no, I was playing with him. I had to keep reviving him and stuff. But actually, like the producer of the game was there because this is some guy who's like walking around and I was just like, hey, he kept giving me tips. He's like, oh, this is like a bug and this is, keeps happening. <laughs> it, uh, some like weird stuff is happening, but you know, it's like an event press event or whatever stuff. So that stuff happens. We'll fix it in post. We'll fix it in post! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's coming out in like a month. <laughs> no mind. Yeah, but um, no, it's cool just kind of talking to him about, you know, the game and stuff like that and so is that the only Xbox? That's the only one I played. I was gonna to try to catch to catch it before I uh, left the show floor because I think they had. Well, I think even on the public days, there's not going to be many people. Probably not. So I mean, yeah, if I have some time and the desire, <laughs> maybe I'll go try to play something else too. So what a uh, PS4? Did you? I did not play any PS4. The Sony booth is freaking huge. Is like almost the size of, almost the length of, like, over half of one of the halls, which is, I don't even know how many meters or... It doesn't matter how big it is, it's not a big enough apology for delaying <laughs> the system till next year, is it? Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, they had, you know, they had PS4 stuff, PS3 stuff, Vita, and also Vita TV was there, so I got to see yeah. that, and I mean, that thing is so freaking small, it is ridiculous. And it does look interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's yeah, it's a good idea. I think Nintendo should do something like that for the next console. Yeah. Like have a kind of a, a small system that, you know, connects with a handheld, you know, cuz yeah. I don't think they're going to do a big kind of HD box again, are they after the Wii U? I don't Who think knows? so. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's really weird and <laughs> anyway, that's just my thought. So, I guess that's it. That's it. So, did you get any cool swag? Oh my god. I okay, <laughs> aside from just um, taking pictures of a bunch of booth babes because I thought maybe some of you guys out there would like that. I, you know, come on, who doesn't like a beautiful woman dressed scantily clad or whatever? <laughs> well, I guess there are some people that don't, but whatever. You know, for those out, but anyways, that's okay. <laughs> um, I wonder if Danny will edit that bit out. No, it's going to keep it in. Just keep the rambling in. No, um, there was this really cool... I, I went to the swag area on today because, <laughs> oh my God, if you, the, in this one hall they have like food and swag. And on the public days, it's just like full of just people. You can barely even move. Mm -hmm. It's terrible. But you know, on the, on the business days, it's great. You can walk around freely. It's quite peaceful, isn't it? It, it is. Compared it's to the rest it's of the show. incredible. <laughs> I don't even know why I'm going tomorrow. <laughs> but um, no, it's it's it was really cool. I found this little shop that was selling like Nintendo plushies. And they, oh yeah, that's their review. Right? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Because I, I guess last year I didn't really wander over there. But they had this limited edition like Kirby towel set or something. I don't even know what it was, but the girl has told me, she's like, yeah, this is limited edition TGS. I was like, yes, I'm buying this. <laughs> oh, really? Where is that? Yeah, it's in the other room. Okay, cool. <laughs> but maybe if you look at your screen right now, James, oh, see there it right there? Oh, right okay, there. cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I got that. There it is. It's like, you know, 12 bucks or something. And um, something, well, I went to the Capcom store because uh, I, I knew just with the release of Monster Hunter 4, which I don't have, <laughs> that... You learned, finally. Yeah, Stop buying games you don't like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, God, trust me, uh, it's part of me is like, oh, I just, I just want to get it and let's write a little bit about it and it'll be totally worth it. I mean, 50 bucks for a game I play for an hour. I'm sorry, it's, it's not. <laughs> if I got it for free, that's a completely different thing. Um, no, but they have a really, really awesome Monster Hunter 4 case. Like, it looks like a leather case for your 3DS XL. Mm -hmm. And it's really cool looking. I still haven't opened it up, so I have no idea about the quality of the thing, but it looks awesome. All right, you got an American XL. Yeah, yeah. So I got, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got an American XL, too. That's another story, something that happened last month. Um, but, cool. Uh, 
Anyway, yeah. You'd have to download all your games, <laughs> so you'd have to pay for shipping. Right? Yeah, yeah. I had to get a bigger SD card than for my American one. But, Just don't um, lose the system. Yeah. You're screwed. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> You're literally screwed. Yeah. Japanese police report. No police report. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, so that that pretty much covers it for the first day for me, man. Just. So tomorrow you're gonna meet up with Ty and uh, hopefully meeting up with Ty. Check out some cosplayers. Check out some cosplayers and then go home early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be interesting to see if there's more or less than last year because yeah. there, there was like a there was a lot last year, a lot of people last year, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like La biggest yeah. in a while. Yeah, exactly. Last year I think it was, I think one of the days was like ninety thousand or something. If not that, it's like eighty six thousand. I mean, it's, you know, it's like a population of like a reasonably sized city. Because <laughs> right. people are gonna want to play the PS four because yeah. they're not gonna be able to play it till next year. Yeah, maybe I could try to use the power of the press to skip in front of line. That's kind of I'm with the Nintendo World Report. I need to play the PlayStation four. <laughs> That'll work. Yeah, I've I've got it in front of lines before with stuff like that. It's really weird. What do they have for the PS four? I don't even know because I only walked, <laughs> I walked over there once and I was like. Because it was really weird how they had the lines at the Sony booth. It's like, you see, like, everybody, like, just standing outside of the booth. And then you're like, okay, is this the line? And then you see the signs, like, nope. And then you, like, walk around the booth, go take a left, take another left, <laughs> and then go way back there. And it's like, I don't want to go all the way over yeah. there. I've seen, line, like, you have to line up to get to line up. Yeah. To line up somewhere else. That, it was kind of like Puzzles and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If you line up four times in a row... You get to have Combo. a chance. <laughs> One in five chance of getting to play the game. Yes. <laughs> well, I guess we'll hear about that in the next segment with Ty. Yeah. So. Okay. So I'll say goodbye at this point. And uh, yeah, Danny, thanks for telling me about TGS. Yeah. Thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, no problem. For all the rest of you out there, you'll be hearing my voice, whether you like it or not, in a couple more minutes anyway. So <laughs> enjoy this musical break while you still can. Later is... Hey there, Danny here from the Famicast. It's day two of the Tokyo Game Show, and right now I'm here with Ty, and we were kind of both meandering about the show floor playing a few, well, <laughs> one thing. Playing a game. Playing a game. So, um, Ty, so what was really your focus here today to play? Well, let me think about that. It was Killer Instinct. <laughs> you at fighting games? I don't believe it. Yeah, well, I mean, Killer Instinct... You know, it, it's been more or less my favorite game for, like, good lord, almost 20 years. Like, I wanted the sequel so bad. Every year. Every year. It never happened for 17 years. And, like, I don't know if I was just ready to, to give up or what, but <laughs> it finally happened this year. This, mm -hmm. this is the year. Yeah, and it's kind of tucked away on the Microsoft booth. I, I didn't even know where it was. I was hanging out around the booth, like, on the back, and Ty's like, hey, come play Killer Instinct. And I was thinking, uh, okay, I have to find this. And, oh, there it is, kind of deep and buried, but hey. Yeah, yeah um, like, I don't even know if the game is going to come out in Japan, 
like, I don't know. Well, they said the, the 360 is, I mean, the Xbox One, I'm sorry. <laughs> the Xbox One isn't going to have uh, any sort of region locking, so I guess you, a Japanese buyer would be able to snag it. But I'm still kind of wondering about that because they never released Killer Instinct here before. And also, there, there's this, uh, I don't know if it's a rumor or, or some hearsay or what, but I heard from a guy that knows things <laughs> that in Japan, Capcom has uh, like a patent or a copyright on uh, six, like six button fighting games. Like, you know, with that layout, three punches, three kicks. And that may have been part of the reason why Killer Instinct never came out here. I don't know if this is true or not. I'm going to try to uh, look into this farther. Or maybe someone out there in podcast world knows. Like, I, I, I'm not an expert on Japanese copyright law. I'm sorry. I am. Really? No. Oh. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah. Who knows when the Xbox One is coming out in Japan. But it has a pretty big presence here on the floor. Yeah, I was honestly surprised. I knew Microsoft was coming to the show this year, and you know, last year they weren't here at all. And you know, there's a lot of 360 stuff out there too. Um, yeah, it's tons of stuff. Titanfall is actually pretty big, pretty big. I don't know if it's a hit, but I mean, a lot of people are lining up and queuing up. Even yesterday on like the business day, I mean, there are still like at least like 90 minute lines and stuff. So yeah, there's definitely some kind of interest here. It's probably the robots. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love giant robot games with the anime and the pew pew pew. <laughs> No, I don't, but Japan does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, like I said, I met up with Ty here at the basically Killer Instinct section of, you know, the Microsoft booth, and Ty, like, is coming away from it. Like, what what do you like about the game? What what do you think is different? Or is it the things just ridiculously the same, or what? Um, let's see. I could spurg out for a long time <laughs> about fighting game mechanics, but I'll, I'll try to keep it short. Like, it does play on the nostalgia bit, and it also borrows from Street Fighter a lot. But, like, the old ones did, you know? It's a six-button game. You have, like, the same kind of special moves. Like, Jago has almost the same set of special moves as, you know, Ryu. But, you know, in Killer Instinct, it's got those long combos. Like, you do your special move, you hit a button, you get some extra hits for free. And... That's super important that, like, you have to do that. Mm-hmm. It, especially in, like, this build of Killer Instinct. Like, s- single hits, normal moves, they hardly do, like, any damage at all. But, like, you get a long combo, and uh, you you basically cash in all your damage on Enders. Like, a nice showboating move to finish your combo. And the longer your combo is, the more damage it'll do. So, yeah, you have to learn the combo system. Which is actually probably the easiest version yet for Killer Instinct. Like, you can, instead of, like, having to know which button to hit, like, in Killer Instinct 1, or just hitting, like, uh, the next strength down in Killer Instinct 2, you just hit any one you want, and you will get your auto-double. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not really a fighting game guy. I mean, I could play them. I'm definitely not, like, proficient or anything, but I did, like, get tied down, like, halfway and, like, one health bar after he kicked my ass, well, <laughs> shortly thereafter. But, you know, hey, that's that progress for me. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think this game is actually going to be too hard to learn how to play. Like I said, I, I think it's easier to get than the original Killer Instinct games. Yeah, I, I didn't really play too much of those. I think I had some friends that might have had one or the other, but 
Yeah, maybe like a rental type of thing. Yeah. But, I mean, I showed you how to, how to do a basic combo, and you did it, like, in, like, five seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's not, yeah, it's definitely not hard to pick up. So. Yeah. So, you know, if you can play Street Fighter, you can play Killer Instinct. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're me and you can play Smash Brothers, well, okay. You can play Saber Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yeah, so what other, I guess, what other games do you kind of have your eye on that you want to play? Um... Well, for games, like, actually at TGS? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, Hatsune Miku on 3DS. Yeah, yeah. Going to try to check that out either today or tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, 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 I was just going to, like, peruse. Like, like there's a lot of Japan-flavored games I don't like. <laughs> like, the ones with lots of stats. I don't like stats. Mm-hmm. I don't like numbers. <laughs> I don't like digits. <laughs> So, like, hitting a guy with a sword and watching numbers fly out, it's not my thing. Yeah, dude, understandable. Not not, not for everyone. Oh, 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 I heard uh, Guilty Gear is here. Really? Guilty Gear Exert. Yes. The, on the floor? I think so. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. I'm going to look around. Huh. But, yeah, Guilty Gear. The, last I checked, they had uh, two more characters in... And they were Ino and, well, I guess Eno, and, what's his name, Axel. Mm-hmm. Yes, if you like those characters, they're in Guilty Gear Exerd for three. The aptly named. Guilty Exerd. Gear Egg Salad. <laughs> yeah, cool. Well, um, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, Project Me, or, uh, uh, God, what the hell! Oh my <laughs> God, I love Miku. Yeah, Hatsune Miku too is is really cool. I, I played it the other day. I talked about it with James in the previous segment, but uh, yeah, man, if you like Miku, it's cool. It's you know that same Vocaloid type of stuff. And if you're into that, hey, man. Yo, we got some Hatsune Miku stickers. Yeah, we with our pizza over at Domino's. <laughs> yeah, apparently it's a thing for Domino's Pizza to give away stickers for Hatsune Miku. I mean, it's cool. Hey, just stick them all over my Wii U. I'm going to put one on my fight stick right now. Oh. Wait, you bought a fight stick? Or no, no. Okay. I, I carried it with me. Okay, okay. I keep it with me at all times. Okay. <laughs> wow. And actually, Ty, so you're going to, like, you talked about it the other day, or the other day, on <laughs> the last month's podcast, but um, what is it that you're actually going to tonight? Ah, uh, I'm going to Final Round Bats. It's a monthly tournament for fighting games in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly Marvel. And uh, also Flavor of the Month games and stuff, but it's like the Marvel scene for Tokyo. Hmm. Cool. And there's going to be, like, what, the million pizzas, too, that you had said the other day? Oh, yeah, they said they were ordering 100 pizzas. Great. It's kind of a special occasion since a whole bunch of TGS people are, are in town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be like three or $4,000 <laughs> for pizza. So. Yeah, uh, hopefully they got like a bulk discount or something. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Hmm. Cool, man. Well, um, I think that actually might wrap it up for, I guess, day two of TGS. Oh, look at some of these stickers I have. Actually, Ty does have some pretty rad stickers on there. <laughs> Game bar A button. We talked about it in the past. Really rad bar. Nakihabara. What do we have there? Time Wizard. Time Wizard? What, what's a Time Wizard? It's from Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh, <laughs> it's the most retarded <laughs> card. What? Random. Random. 
Random, okay. Yeah, cool. Mega Ran, a.k.a. Random. There we go. That guy that does the Mega Man raps. He was awesome. I saw him in Tokyo, like, uh, a couple months ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great. Cool. Oh, we got the genie. <laughs> yeah, this thing is totally decked out. You guys should see this. Maybe I should take a picture and just put it in the podcast, the enhanced version. If you're looking right now, you can actually maybe see a picture of it. All right. Uh, um, yeah. So, I guess... Finally, that's going to do it. So, Ty, thanks for taking time out of the busy day. I know it takes a million years to play anything on yeah. the public days. So, yeah. Uh, my pleasure. Yeah. All right, man. Peace. And welcome to the last segment of this month's Famicast. This is Danny again, and I'm here, joined here by Don. Hello, I don't have a song for you, unfortunately. Oh. Well, we have a couple of different things to talk about here towards the end of the show, and uh, I thought we can first kick off things with Monster Hunter 4, because Don has bought the game, and I'd imagine he's probably played it for more than 30 minutes, like I probably would have done if I would have bought it. But, um, yes. <laughs> that's still that's still your record, Danny. Forty minutes? Oh no, 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 no! I think I played like an hour, and I think maybe two hours of the Wii U one or something. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> and I, I do realize that you need to put in more time to do it. I just, I just can't. Congratulations! Get uh, Thank very you. Proud of you. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, you played a lot of Tri G, aka uh, Monster Hunter Three Ultimate, right? Uh, I, I played, I played Tri Tri G, um, Tri G. Um, on HD version, I played uh-huh. uh, both versions of of free ultimate. So uh, <laughs> I played every single version of free. Okay, so I guess what are some of the biggest differences that you noticed? I mean, aside from maybe stuff that has been publicized and whatnot, um, or even including that stuff as well, like in terms of like improvements or just stuff that's just overall better. Like, what are some things that you've seen that you really like? I think the I, th- I think the biggest one is that I I don't know I don't know how much you played but you realize that those first few hours are like this gigantic tutorial. Oh yeah, I know, I know. That's why I this, probably gave this, up. <laughs> this tutorial in this particular game is done in roughly forty minutes. Wow. Okay. Yeah. After those forty minutes, and those are uh, this introduction mission, which is actually really really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you are on this boat and you have to um, get cannonballs and shoot a uh, big monster down with a cannon so you get introduced to the mechanics that way as well um, and how you use the camera and after that you get two introduction missions so you know what to do in the future mm-hmm. and then after that they they push you aside and said hey go to this hub where you also go for like multiplayer missions mm-hmm. and run wild with it which was like a big shock to me. It was like expecting having this two-hour grind to it. Which uh, that's the biggest problem I have with like Monster Hunter Three in itself. Mm-hmm. That they never did something about that grind because it becomes so annoying after the first two hours. Mm-hmm. And then when you finally reach that final third hour, it, it becomes like this. Oh, finally! <laughs> and and with here, I had never had that moment. It was like, 
40 minutes, I'm ready. Huh, that's, um, that's pretty fast. Yeah, that definitely sounds a lot more appealing and maybe even more accessible to guys like me, guys that are like, you know, I, I don't, you know, I have bad respect for the series, but it's just, man, I don't know if I want to put in, like, that much time just to get used to something, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's probably why I gave up on both, you know, the 3DS version and the Wii U version, but, uh, yeah. I can understand people for people what it is, but it feels now hard to go back for me to any version of Free Ultimate at this point in time. Uh-huh. Because it, 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 it does it so inherently different and more natural. Mm-hmm. Um, that you're thinking from how could I have been this dumb with with Tri G? <laughs> hmm. How didn't they see this coming? Hmm. Um, and it's like I I just got through the first two missions and then I already got to do like any mission almost in the first star rank. Mm-hmm. Um, I could choose any weapon because they have now this option where you can like buy a basic set of any weapon that you want to try. Okay. And then yeah, if there's an option for that, and then after that you can still upgrade your weapons with materials that you find, etc., etc. Okay. In this very small hop town, um, so they are very quick of letting you go and just running wild with it, mm-hmm. okay. and just doing what you want to do with it, which is yeah, which is way way nicer. Um, of course, you still have like the the, the upgrade missions for your ranks and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, but they are very close, very far between them, so there's still the room for you to do whatever you like, mm-hmm. which I really find better, and like the progress, like there were like two different progress for online and for for your regular uh, single player component mm-hmm. uh, where you would have different upgrade systems and what you would get in that upgrade period of time um in this game, it it seems now all like all one progression. So if you finish like a mission in multiplayer or alone, it doesn't it does affect the the other half as well. Okay, well that's that's good to yeah. good to hear. So it's more of a streamlined game. I mm-hmm. don't think it's necessarily a longer one in this regard because you're doing the same stuff. Okay. Um, but it it makes you go through the game like a lot quicker. Okay, that's good. Hmm. Now, I, I guess in terms of like just the game world, is it bigger? Is it more fleshed out? Does it look better? Um, the the world itself looks a lot. It looks a lot nicer. Um, okay. I think it it feels like a more natural fit for the 3ds. For mm-hmm. the ground textures are a bit still like dodgy. Okay. Uh, really, really. <laughs> Dodgy yeah. in that regard. I remember, uh, I remember those on uh, Tri-G on 3DS, and well, heck, even on the you know Wii U version and stuff. It's yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, especially on the Wii U version. I mean, it was, it was yeah, it was HD, but I mean, it was like these low-res assets, just crystal clear. Well, even with the Wii U, when you could see that in the distance, it looked really nice. And oh like, yeah. Some environmental stuff looked really good, but if you looked at the ground textures, it was like, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's still it's a bit similar in that fashion. I think like the scenery is is still a lot more impressive than like previous games. A lot, also a lot more colorful. Uh huh. There's a lot more colorful environments in this game and more varied. Okay. Uh, but I still think that the ground textures could have been better. Okay. Like, how about character models? I mean, are they like a step up from the previous game or? Um, not too much. Um, 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 they have more facial features. Okay. They have more features to customize your character, but it's 
not necessarily completely better. I mean, I, I kind of expect it for a handheld, and that's okay. Yeah, um, sure. So, I, I feel alright about it, but it's not necessarily that it's better. Yeah. I mean, honestly, when I when I first played uh, Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate, when it first came out here in Japan, 2011 Christmas or whatnot, like, I thought it, you know, I thought it looked pretty good, and I thought the 3D effect, um, you know, was just a really kind of a nice addition, especially, you know, like you said, you're looking at the stuff in the backgrounds, you can kind of get a, a sense of depth to this stuff, but just don't yeah. look at the ground texture that's right under your feet and you'll be fine. Um, but I, f- I personally feel that Monster Hunter only has that problem. Hmm. Like it, it, we both played the X Troopers, and everything right. in that looks in that game looks simply amazing. Oh yeah, X Troopers is freaking amazing in many yeah. many different ways. Yeah, um, but but you can pick up parts about Monster Hunter that not necessarily are thought out too well, and that sells them way better, which is such a weird thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess at this point, like, how long have you played the game, and do you what rank are you at, and what who are you, cho- what class are you choosing to play as, all that type of um, stuff? I'm currently at the the free star missions. Okay. Um, I think I'm roughly fifteen hours in. I mean, okay. I, I played it on and off. I, I mostly played when I'm I'm on a, on a commute or in the train. Mm-hmm. Um. So. I haven't necessarily played with anyone online yet, so okay. I, may, I still have to try that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I, I'm enjoying myself. Um, the one that I usually find myself going with are like the two tinier swords. Okay. Um, you start off with like your shield and and middle class sword, but um, I don't know. I didn't find it always the way the most effective way to go. And like the large sword is also like pretty heavy to take around with you, yeah. so I found like those two middle swords like a nicer mid ground really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're way faster in like control and how you move across the environments if you're using them. Okay. Hmm. Cool. Well, um, <laughs> you know, if I if I'd play this, we could probably have a, a lot more of an engaging conversation <laughs> about this. But um, I, I guess you know at this point, do you have any other like? final thoughts about this game that you want to share with everybody or just something that you think about that it's just totally uh, awesome or anything like that or I, th- I think I t- talked about everything that I really liked really um, for I want people to if they have a Japanese 3DS it's a way <laughs> better game than the previous one so you possibly should go and play it mm-hmm. cool it's, it's a way faster game in that regard too so yeah, that definitely does sound a lot more appealing. Cause, I mean, Jesus Christ, the, the the freaking grind is what really got me, and I didn't even play for that long. <laughs> yeah, you didn't even like, like some people didn't even survive the grind, and you were one of them. Yeah, you, you just have a T-shirt saying, "I didn't survive the grind." That's fine. I didn't, I... Want, I didn't don't want time sinking. Bye. <laughs> you know, I, here in Japan, like at a, a store that's called uh, Uniqlo. Um, it's like you know clothing store or whatever, but they have like Monster Hunter shirts. They should have ones for people like me. Is that like yeah, I couldn't do this. <laughs> you know? I didn't survive the grind. Yeah, that'd <laughs> be perfect for me. I might actually buy that. <laughs> mm. But Monster Hunter shirts, you say, huh? Yeah, yeah, Monster Hunter shirts, man. Like probably like ten, twelve bucks, fifteen bucks, something like that. Um, Jesus, I want one now. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes they even have like underpants and stuff like that too. Um, oh dear. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, anyway, speaking of underpants, uh, let's go ahead and move on to the news. Yes. Um, so, uh, you know, I kind of just wanted to touch on the, the sales just briefly this week. 
Um, as of the time of recording, I don't think the most recent, like basically the previous week sales are available, but what we do have is, are the sales for basically whenever Monster Hunter 4 first came out. And I think this is really bananas in a sense, but I mean, kind of, you know, expected in a way. I just didn't think it was going to be this high. So Monster Hunter 4, it came out on uh, September 14th, and this is sales, these sales are from, you know, September 9th to September 15th, and Monster Hunter sold, like, somewhere between 1.7 and 1.8 million copies mm. physically, you know, in, like, yeah. a day, <laughs> a day or yes. two. That's that's freaking crazy. And, mm-hmm. um, like I said, this is not including digital sales, so who knows, you know, what that number is. Definitely, well, maybe not definitely, but probably over 2 million in just, you know, a couple of days. That's That's bonkers, man. So... Um, then on top of that, too, that same week, you know, 3DS was kind of moving along too, be- more than likely because of Monster Hunter. So about 276,000 units kind of went through, and uh, the lifetime to date for 3DS here in Japan, 12.5 million. So it's climbing and climbing, like we kind of talked about, getting closer and closer to that 13 million. Um, so I, f- I, f- I, th- I think if I had to guess anything, I think it would have surpassed uh, Wii this week. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Be- because. Um... They were insanely close last I checked. I think um, in the last charts they were less than 100,000 away from one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, okay. I'm looking at it right now. It looks like it is just like about 100,000 away from catching the Wii. Um, maybe I, th- a little, I, th- it, I, th- yeah. I think it has um, surpassed it. Probably by now. I mean, this this data is basically like a couple of weeks old, so if it hasn't surpassed it, it's like right there, even with it, so... Um. Yeah, I, I I remember some. Oh yeah, I, I talked to I saw some tweets from uh, Dave uh, Gibson, mm-hmm. who um, who just reported on the stuff of this week. Okay. And okay. He, and he and he said uh, Japanese game sales last week. Monster Hunter Four sold three hundred forty-two thousand in the first week, um, after one hundred eighty-eight million in the first two days, making it up to two point thirty-one million. Wow, okay. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the 3S hardware was indeed surpassed now with lifetime sales as it sold 174,000 last week. Okay, right on. There it is. Yeah. So boom, 3DS marching on. So um, I guess in terms of news, there's a couple other little bits that we want to touch on here. And uh, the first one actually deals directly with Monster Hunter 4. And Don, I'll let you um, kind of expand upon this because I'm, I'm not really... I'm just saying, you probably know a little bit more about this than I do. <laughs> but um, Yes, I do. I, I watched the direct live. So, <laughs> so you know, Monster Hunter 4, it, it's going to get costumes from Mario, Luigi, and Link. And the Mario and Luigi costumes are going to be available at any 7-Eleven throughout Japan. And then the Link costume is going to be available a little bit later. And, I mean, it's... I just saw like a, I think a video clip of this. I mean, you got the the shield and the sword and all this stuff. It looks incredible. It actually kind of made me think maybe I should buy this game, but I I, I didn't give in to whatever so that is. So <laughs> I'm gonna explain this. Do it. So you you have your cat companions, the felines. Mm-hmm. Uh, those can wear Mario and Luigi costumes. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> Um, okay. And then you have the link costumes. With one is with the sword and shield, and other is with the bow. Okay. Yeah. Um, and both of these are available at Seven Eleven, and will be available later as a download. Okay. Now, I, 
you know, it seemed like well, in the trailer and crap that I had seen of this or the video clip from the direct, it looked like they had missions that were specifically, you know, Zelda-esque. Is that just a coincidence, or is there... No, they just, they just use the environments of other of other places. Okay, okay. There will be missions, though, but I'm not sure if those missions will be set in those. Okay, interesting. Because, yeah, I mean, it looked like Zelda. <laughs> I mean, it looked great. It looked like a lot of fun. But, yeah, um, uh, the, 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 the Link costumes looked pretty good. But yeah. now that you've seen that video, by the way, those is how the environments look. And okay, good. yeah. 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 A uh, lot more colorful again, um, but yeah, that's really it about it. They look mm. nice, I guess. They look weird on the cats, but they're still awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, pretty cool. 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 Um, next up, so this is something that kind of actually I saw me Noru he had picked this up earlier in the month, and then I I checked Nintendo's site I think around the same time, and well, the three original 3DS units here in Japan were kind of. Discon- well, not kind of. They were definitely discontinued. Uh, the Cosmo Black, which is basically one of the launch units, Ice White, and then can I, can I can you interrupt this for just a moment? Go for it. So you're saying that uh, I, I will continue sentence that also Pisty Pink was discontinued in Japan. Sorry for that. No, no. But Cosmo Black and Ice White, they are now directly replaced with two 3DS units that are completely similar. Exactly. And I was going to get to that because I mean. When I saw them cancel that, I was thinking, holy crap, well, now there are only three 3DS models here in Japan. It's like a really bright, off-the-wall pink, and then a blue, and then I think a, maybe a red or something. Maybe nothing. But, I don't remember. But really, can you explain to me what the difference are between those uh, two? Okay, because I, kind of, I was kind of wondering the same thing, and I, I was checking around the internet like today, and... Um, Basically, <laughs> I mean, it's just so, like, negligible. I mean, you can't really tell much of a difference unless you see these things side by side. And even then, it's really not that apparent. But from what I could tell, the new ones are just kind of, like, a little bit more shiny and glossy. And, the like, the black, for example, is, like, more black than the original one. And that could be because of, like, the three-tone color scheme thing. I, I really don't know. But, um... Yeah, the white one, I mean, it just looks a little bit more shiny. It's a little bit harder to tell any <laughs> any more of a difference there. But um, I, I, mean, I don't... I mean, I have a white regular one. I'm holding it next to the screen next to a picture of it, and uh-huh. I don't see a damn Dude, big difference. Yeah, I, I really don't understand that. <laughs> that It's like, okay, you're going to discontinue a model, that's fine, but then bring out essentially the same exact thing. That's weird. But yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, because at first I was kind of worried. I thought they were going to be like, well, shit, are they just totally just running away from the original unit? I mean, because, you know, we don't have 2DS here in Japan, and we're not going to get it, at least anytime soon. So, um... And I, I want to iterate to people, this is not like a difference between Cobalt Blue and Aqua Blue or Light Blue. No, 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 no this no. is almost exactly the same freaking color. Yeah, yeah, and... Yeah, actually, if you look at your screen right now, I don't know how I can even try to do this, just flash from both back and forth. Maybe I'll try to figure something out, but... uh, I will make something in paint for you, don't worry. Okay, but it's... They're ridiculously similar. And I I know that, you know, there's that Flare Red 3DS that came out, and then they discontinued that, and now they have a something, I think, metallic metallic red. red. It's like, what the fuck? I mean... But but at least you can see a difference. Yeah, that's like a a different hue of... Because metallic red is way more like Mario-like than the flare red one. Right, right. It's just a completely different, like, hue of red. Yeah. (laughs) But here you don't see a damn thing difference. Yeah, that's really odd. (laughs) But, um... 
anyway, I mean, that's, you know, the normal price of 3DSs here in Japan, 15,000 yen, and it's going to be coming out on October 10th for pure white and clear black, as they call them, the new colors. So, <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah, a little weird, but... Yeah. So next up, Don actually kind of filled me in on this. I guess I just mm-hmm. completely missed this, but, um, you know, here in yeah. Japan... Actually, Don, do you want to just talk about this? Sure, I will talk about it. Um, So, NCL announced like two new bundles in Japan for the premium set, Mm -hmm. um, which they're basically saying that the the original premium set is crap. (laughs) Kind of, pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, Yeah, and they're called Play Immediately Family Bundles. So, the first SQ is 3,2800 yen. Um, no, free twenty eight hundred yen. Yeah, thirty thousand eight hundred. Yeah, don't worry. Um, and that's a thirty two gig Wii U, New Super Mario Bros. U, Wii Party U, a sensor bar, a remote, and thirty days karaoke. Yeah, that's pretty all right. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, but then you have the second bundle, which is roughly three fifty, mm-hmm. which is a thirty two gig Wii U, New Super Mario Bros. U, Wii Party U. We fit you, sensor bar, a fit meter, a remote, a 30 days karaoke. Yeah, actually, that's not that bad either, if you think about it. I mean, I think well, We Fit You isn't cheap exactly here in Japan. I. No, well, you can still get it free with a fit meter. Ah, there it is. But yeah. Fit, yeah, I think so, so, fit, so, yeah, go ahead. So you're basically getting the download version, which would have been free for you anyway, but then in a bu- already pre installed on your system. Mm hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in either way, I'm kind of glad that they're actually doing some kind of a bundle because they're really, aside from like a special limited edition bundles, Monster Hunter uh, Tri G HD, which you know, uh, Monster Hunter Three Ultimate bundle, and then which came with the game Monster Hunter Ultimate, you know, all the shit that comes with regular premium units, and then like a cl- uh, pro controller, and it yeah. was like thirty eight thousand, like you know, goddamn near $400, and I bought one for some reason. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, then I think they had a Dragon Quest Ten bundle that apparently nobody gives a shit about Dragon Quest Ten on Wii U, so whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. Unfortunately. But, yeah, so this thing, I don't know, I don't think you mentioned it, Don, but, yeah, like, like it says, it comes out October 31st, and, um... Yeah, I mean, it just comes with basically all the regular stuff you get with the premium set, and then this extra stuff, these extra games, and yeah, the Wii and, remote. And, 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 and the stand for uh, Wii, uh, Wii Party U, which lets the, the gamepad be flat on the surface for the, oh. the tabletop games. Okay, okay. So that already comes with the game, but they include that with the sets as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's pretty hot. Um, like I said, kind of basically the first thing, and I, yeah, we'll see how that goes. That garners any interest here? Did, did, are, do you feel bad that that like a superior bundle is now coming out? Oh well, I, I like getting stuff right when they come out because I'm an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> but, but I don't know. It would have been nice to have something with this type more, more of this type of stuff. But I mean, honestly, I mean, I mean, I mean free games for the original price is pretty damn hot. Yeah, and also it, thirty days karaoke also. So, yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty cool too. Um, yeah, you have essentially four play. Uh, pieces of software to play with yeah pretty much um that's yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're pretty much giving away like we part to you for free, which yeah. you get you get free with a Wii mode. But hey, that game is way bet more interesting than the Wii mode. <laughs> um, and that game is super fun. I played it so many times. I talked about it when a free came around that I really mm-hmm. really liked that game. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 kind of shocking to me that they're giving away that game with these with these new bundles. But at the same time. That actually also makes it kind of exciting and maybe interesting for people who don't have a Wii U in Japan. Yeah, and I think having Mario in there too—that's another good move because come on, everybody likes Mario. And it's, um, it's Mario, the best party game on Wii U and Wii Fit. Yeah. So I don't really think you can complain about that. Pretty much, it's pretty pretty all right. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I guess this last bit of news—it's kind of a bit of a downer—and I know that the RFN guys had talked about this. And actually, Don and I had mentioned before the show we hadn't had a chance to listen to it yet, but I know that they mm. did. But um, Hiroshi Yamauchi, former president of Nintendo, has passed away. He passed away at the 80, age of 85 uh, in Kyoto, mm. particularly, probably, well, supposedly due to some complications with like pneumonia as he's in the hospital and stuff. So, um, yeah. Uh, Don, yeah. anything you'd like to say about that? or? Um... You know, I, I was around when like the original news story hit about mm-hmm. this. Uh, at first, I couldn't really believe it because mm-hmm. that man has impacted, I think, everybody who listens to this show and everybody Nintendo website or everybody else out there. Mm-hmm. Because if he w- didn't did what he did, um, I think personally that nobody would be here. Yeah, I mean the. The guy turned Nintendo from a playing card company uh, to the business we all know and love. Mm-hmm. And he did it very strict. He did his own way and he proved every single game in his first few years. Mm-hmm. He took his job very seriously. He was dedicated to it for 50 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and he guided Nintendo from the Famicom to the GameCube. Mm-hmm. And he had struggles with that system and there were some health issues and then he stepped down. But he remained in that role, which was so very important, and led to things like the Nintendo DS. Mm-hmm. He has, he has made Nintendo a better company because of it, mm-hmm. and his legacy will outlive us all. He, yeah. he, I think we'll never forget the impact that he has made. Yeah. Um, of course, a new generation will not notice this, and perhaps maybe not be as interested in Nintendo as we are. Mm-hmm. But we can never forget. From where we came, and it all came back to Hiroshi Yamauchi. Yeah, uh, I, I personally believe that he is the reason that we still have video games to begin with. Exactly, and that's what I was going to say. I mean, the whole reason for basically modern video games is because of him. You know, uh, pushing that that hardware and just just God, just getting everything out there. It's pretty crazy to think that. You know, not just him. I mean, you know, there are people that he was working with that definitely, you know, made this thing a reality. But, I mean, just to have some kind of a vision to do that is incredible. But there, are, but there only are two people that are responsible for this industry, and they can honestly say that. The one of the first of which is, is Bushnell, mm-hmm. who is responsible for Atari. Right. And the other person is this guy. Yeah. They are the only two who can say that they founded the modern game industry. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know about you, but like when I first saw the news, I was like, "What? Shit! No way, man!" You know, it just sucked. Kind of just put a damper on my evening that time. I was like, "Man, that's really terrible." 
But yeah, I mean, you know, he, he's an old guy, and you know, I'm assuming he probably had a decent life. And I know that he loved Nintendo like pretty much more than anything, <laughs> which is crazy. And I'm just really glad that you know he did what he did to bring us where we are today. Well, in so. the beginning, he didn't he didn't even want to take over the company. <laughs> That's the ironic part because yeah, yeah. he was forced into it by his his grandfather. Yeah, I read about and it, and that. he pretty much said from hey. If I want to be in this company, every everybody else of the Yamauchi family has to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what he did. Mm-hmm. And pretty quick, he got like this card deal for Hanafuna cards with Disney. Mm-hmm. And after that, he went from that to electronics, and that's how the company came to be, yeah. to what it is now. Yep, and actually here just, I think, a couple of days ago, yesterday, it was Nintendo's, what was it, 100-something birthday. <laughs> 124. Yeah, okay, 124th birthday. Um, it's crazy, but um, yeah, so I guess that about does it about Mr. Yamauchi. I mean, we could talk about this forever, but like I said, I know that you got at least you guys here that subscribe to RFN, you guys probably already heard a lot of great stuff about him and whatnot, so I think we'll just kind of end it there. And um, after this quick musical break, we're going to go ahead and close out the show. and this is going to go ahead and bring the episode to a close but before that I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about the future of the Famicast um, mm. basically the show's been going on for I think two and a half years now since uh, March 2011 and um, you know it's, it's been great I, I, you know we've had some different voices in and out and stuff like that and you know Don was so kind to come in and really help us out a lot and I Trust me, I totally appreciate everything that, you know, he's done. But, um, yeah. you know, from this point, actually, I think we're going to be taking the Famicast in a new direction. And what that means is, well, you know, it's still going to be the show, like, every month and stuff like that. Can I, can I say it? Yeah, sure, sure. Um, I'm not a regular anymore. There you go. Um, this choice was came off the sun. I was... Can I tell this story? That's fine. Can I please tell the story? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so I was on my way to test the Nintendo 2DS at Nintendo. And I got this <laughs> mail from Danny from saying, Hey man, I'm going to take the show in another direction. I said, holy shit. I've... Oh wow, okay. Um, can we talk later? He forgot that I was in, <laughs> in the other side of the country. Yeah. So it took us a few days to um, to talk about this proper. Um, but... He has some visions that I find very interesting and I would like to hear myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's good that when a show becomes too much of the same, which I personally feel that it did, mm-hmm. um, I feel that it's then a good decision to then move on. Mm-hmm. That's not to say I'm not going to be on the show never. 
Right. Um, right. Or that we're not going to ever record a podcast together. Hell no. <laughs> if there's one guy I want to record a podcast with, it's Danny Bivens. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, uh, <laughs> because I can, no, I can, he, I know that he can wing it. Mm-hmm. I can. Um, but no, I, I respect that. I, I do think that it's a good idea. Um, mm-hmm. If we don't know if it will take off, that's a whole other thing altogether. But you don't know if you don't try. Right. And, you know, like, like Don just said, I mean, this doesn't mean that Don's never going to be on the Fanicast again. Because, I mean, Jesus Christ, everybody knows that he plays, like, everything. <laughs> that comes out, like, not only in Europe, in America, but, I mean, in Japan, everywhere. If you want to talk about a guy that plays a lot of games and knows his shit, this is Mr. Don Koopman, and that's for real. So... Yeah. Oh, are you being too kind towards me? <laughs> no, no, no. It's true. So, no. I mean, yeah, so there's definitely going to be times in the future where, uh, you know, Don's going to be back and that'll be fun. And, um, mm-hmm. but like I said, I, you know, starting next month, I have a couple of fresh voices that I'd like to uh, come onto the show and mm-hmm. kind of just see where this thing goes from there. Um, so, yeah. And uh, I think, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun. And, I hope you guys out there enjoy this. So, yeah. Just, the, you're just gonna let um, Ty gonna talk about Skullgirls for another hour, are you? <laughs> Ty's gonna be Ty. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah. But you know, like I said, I guess Don. Unless you have any other like closing remarks or anything like that, man. Um. Yeah, I'm grateful that I could do this for two years. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um, that's the thing. I mean, Don has been on here for two years. I mean, it's yeah, he's been a big part of the Famicast history, if you I'm, if you want to say it like that. Um, I mean, I I I can say this. Um, I did a podcast like many many years ago, which some people who are listening to this now are still aware of. Um, and I got never got to close that podcast. So for me, this is way better that I actually get to close it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because there's still no final episode on that last one. Um, and to be honest, I I feel so grateful that I got to do this for two years and talk about the games that I like. Mm-hmm. Even though in the first couple of months I always had fights with with James Charlton about the <laughs> the inner workings of Japan and Vocaloid <laughs> and Monster Hunter and every discussion in between. Yeah, you know, but, I I could I could tell you Don that um, after playing the latest Hatsune Miku at TGS, I have kind of a new found respect for Vocaloid <laughs> at least in Great. that game at least in that game because it was really cool the demo I played yeah I like I, I like those games a lot though they, mm-hmm. so there you go but I, going back to the point I wanted to make I f- feel so much respect that I could talk about the games that I enjoy playing which is a lot of Japanese stuff really mm-hmm. and I feel like I still hold the record of talking about most actual on topic stuff on the podcast that is probably a true statement. I did talk about American football one time. <laughs> yes. And I never discussed the inner workings, except for a Wii U discussion, I ever discussed of the inner workings of European football. Oh. So, I should do that sometime, another cast. But, um, <laughs> no. Um, I, I'm happy about it. I was like, two years, that's a nice run. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like the most fun moments were like on this podcast <laughs> just being dumb yeah i feel yeah. i feel like our outrage at like the xbox one 
uh, thing is still the most amazing thing we ever recorded. <laughs> and I, f- I feel that you feel the same about it as well. Yeah, it's it's pretty all right, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's still the mo- most amazing thing we've ever recorded, and I feel people still should still listen to that. It, it's <laughs> it's still the most amazing thing that you will hear in some time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, f- I think it's episode twenty-four. Um, yeah. So go listen. It's also a probably called Nagoshi Meets Punk. So. Oh yes, that one. I remember that one. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So. Please listen to that. Please listen to previous episodes. Please listen to the future. Um, we don't know what that will hold. But yeah. Why yeah. not check it out yourself? Exactly. I mean, it's there for you to check out. And if you're on the subscription feed or whatever, well, it's just going to arrive on your phone whether you like it or not. So, boom! Well, if, well, if you, well, the thing is, if you listen to this, you're you're most interested in the Famicast anyway. That's probably true. So, cool. All right, man. Since since when episode was I was on? What now? Since when? Which episode uh, was I on? I don't remember the number, but I believe it started in maybe October two thousand eleven. Mm, Something I like f- that. It was the you know uh, fall two thousand eleven. I think the first one was in December. Okay, it could have been December two thousand eleven. Okay. So yeah, that's almost two years. Yeah, man. So. What, what, what did I talk about back then? I can't even remember. Yeah, I don't even remember. Um, there must be something that I talked about. Taiko Drum Master, I believe. Probably, yeah. That sounds right. <laughs> That's the last Taiko Drum Master game I've played, I think, except for the 3DS one. So. Well, when the new one comes out on Wii U, maybe we can have you back on to talk about that if you get it. Well, you should talk. You get it as well so we can talk I'd, about it together. I'm kind of thinking about it. but um. Okay, sure. Cool. Video right. games. <laughs> yes. So, all right, I guess that's going to go ahead and bring the episode to a close. Um, I'll just go ahead and give you my Twitter handle. I don't have any interesting tweets. Uh, I'm at DannyBiv, and it's D-A-N-N-Y-B-I-V. And, Don, where can we find you at, man? Uh, you can find me at Nintendan. That's N-I-N-T-E-N-D-A-N. And that's my Twitter account go, <laughs> go look it up yourself you bastards yes there it is <laughs> so alright well I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I hope you guys you know continue to listen to the Famicast in the future and see what we have in store so thank you so much for listening and Don thank you for coming on for this segment man and yeah. you know, thank you for just all of your time and stuff that you had put in you know over the past couple of years it's not we're going to stop somehow <laughs> this is never going to end <laughs> yeah so we'll just end it right here then, just so this will end. So, all right. Oh shit! <laughs> so we're out of here, guys. Have a good day, night, whatever. Bye bye. Bye bye.